Diamond Girlcast. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Bridget. Thank you for having me again. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I love chatting to you. Um, And we loved having you on our podcast last week. That was our episode three last week. This is episode four. So if my calculations are correct, this is Christmas, or maybe Christmas is tomorrow. Um, So... Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, and it's really exciting because this episode is called Saved, which is the very pinnacle of what Christmas is about. And I'm so excited about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get to the really important stuff, I want to talk about the other important stuff, Ashley. Um, <laughs> it's Christmas morning in your house, or maybe it's Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your family traditions? Like, what do you enjoy doing? Like, what is it that you get like super excited about? Oh, so much. Um, So on Christmas Eve, we always have dinner together as a family. Um, And then we all put on our pyjamas and we pick one very small present to open. Um, Usually it's something like new Christmas pyjamas, maybe matching ones. Um, And then, yeah, we snuggle up and my parents, you know, put on their Mr. and Mrs. Claus outfits. No way! they do, they do, and they, they sort out all the Christmas presents, and my brother and I go to bed, and then when we wake up on Christmas morning, it's all magical and beautiful, and yeah, it's just such a lovely family time. I really enjoy it. I'm going to rock up to your house. Pajamas, <laughs> Mr. and Miss Claus, like, come on. Anything I feel like you set the bar really high. <laughs> my parents set the bar really high. Okay. <laughs> you know what maybe that's what they excel at so that's cool they do they do Christmas very well <laughs> wow. do you know what I'm looking forward to well I mean I just love food and I always talk about food but you know a big part of Christmas that I enjoy is the food with people mm-hmm. um, and I just think you know I love having other people around my table you know people who maybe didn't have somewhere to go over Christmas like I get so much joy from hanging out with people. And so I just can't wait to hang out with folks who are coming for Christmas. Um, but I'm also really excited, just to be brutally honest, about my little kiddies opening presents. Oh, yeah. That's so um, nice to have, like, young kids on Christmas morning. It's so magical. Although I am slightly concerned that, like, Josh has got the wrong end of the stick because he's like, well, Santa... Because obviously he gets told stuff at nursery and um, mm-hmm. this is not a parenting podcast, but, um, you know, he's like, mummy, mummy, can I have this, can I have this, can I have this, can I have this? And I was like... You need to learn now, pal, that you might get one gift under the tree, and that is it from Santa. And there's a whole conversation about how we do Santa. But anyway, so yeah. <laughs> he was flipping through like the Smith's catalogue, being like, Mummy, I'd like a trike. Mummy, I'd like this. And I'm like, Yeah, this is not how we start. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, I feel like Santa sets so many standards. But yeah, that's a whole other whole That's a whole other, other conversation, conversation, which I feel quite strongly about. You maybe can tell. But um, <laughs> We do Santa very small. We just do stockings for our kids. But um, yeah, it's all good. Well, Christmas is coming, guys. And the guess what? The best bit is that we get to read one of the most amazing parts of this passage. So we've been looking at Luke 1 and Mary's response to being told that she was going to give birth to Jesus. And um, yeah, the context that we were seeing last week is Mary is 14 years old. She is a refugee. She hasn't got a home. And the reality is that because of what's happening, um she was going to be ostracized which basically means that like she was going to be excluded from her family and her community um in her day having a child out of wedlock i think you were stoned for it to be honest and so like that's serious um and you know we can't really imagine that in this day and culture because it's just not a thing but she would have been potentially really fearful 
And the people around her, her family and stuff, would have not believed her. They would have ultimately thought she was lying. Um, and so this is the context. And we've talked about her response, which is a focus on God and not her circumstance. And that she sees the bigger vision. So that was the second session that we were looking at. Like she sees the big picture, her life and the impact that has on eternity, which is incredible. You know, it's ultimately Jesus coming. And then last week, we got to hang out with you. Um, and we were talking about like, starting to talk about the miracle of Christmas, that Jesus born in a stable, which was super messy, was the beginning of the Christmas miracle. So this week, it's about the fact that we are saved through Christmas. So Ashley, would you be so lovely as to read our little bit for us today? Would that be okay? I would love to. Okay, so we're reading Luke 1 verse 53 and it says, He has filled the hungry with good things, but he has sent the rich away empty. So what, um, what jumps out to you? Like what does this make you think about? What does this make you feel? I mean, so many things. I feel like filling the hungry with good things. Like, I I am the hungry. Like, I am hungry for so many things from God. Um, but then I'm also challenged that he sends the rich away empty. And I'm wondering what the things that I look for, the things that I hunger for, are they the right things? Mm. Or am I going to be left empty if I'm hungering for those things? So, yeah, I'm challenged to be hungry for the right things. Oh, Ashley, like, that's so good. Deep, good thoughts from Ashley, guys. Yeah, and I guess, like, our world, and I think Christmas really taps into this. It's like, you, you will be happy if you have this. If you get the latest pair of Ugg boots, if you get the latest car, if you've got a nice home, if your Christmas tree looks like this, like, if you've got the latest fashionable clothes, you know, and it's not, there's nothing wrong with having some clothes, obviously, but it's this looking for our fulfillment in stuff that's not, not God's. And the reality is it leaves us hungry, doesn't it? It leaves us needing more. Yeah, because um, these things are never enough. You can get the newest thing, but very quickly it's going to be old and very quickly it's not going to be cool anymore, whatever cool means. Um, so you're never satiated from hungering for the things of the world. Like you, you never are. And I've experienced that so many times. I've hungered for the newest, coolest, mm -hmm. on-trend things. And then I very quickly got over those things mm -hmm. um, because I've been hungering for the wrong things. Yeah. So, yeah. It's definitely, I, I can, there's been times in my life when I've genuinely thought, oh, if I just get this and this, then I'll feel like I look great. Or if I just get this and this, then I'll be happy. And I get those things and I like them. And see like a week later, I'm thinking about something else. Yeah, absolutely. And I can, and I'll find myself checking myself. But like, Do you remember a week ago, you were having the same thought pattern, but it was about the thing that you now have. Mm. Um, and it's not, it's okay to have some stuff, but it's like, it's the pursuit of those things. And this is exactly what it's saying, you know, he will fill the hungry with good things. When we come to God, God fills us with good things, which is you are worthwhile, you are enough, you are good enough, you are loved, you are valued, you're accepted. I've come and I've saved you from life's brokenness and mess and you are okay with God. It's like, that's the stuff that leaves me feeling at peace. It's not how cool my house is or how good my car is or how nice my handbag is, you know? Um, but it does make me think, it's interesting that I think God sends a baby in a stable. Like God who created the whole world and everything in it, he chooses to send a baby to a stable. And part of me can't get that because I'm like, that's just a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I think it also says something about who God is yeah mm-hmm. like for you what how does that make you feel like God God's miracle starts the baby a very vulnerable baby in a stable well I just love that God always does what you don't expect I just feel like well at that time everybody was waiting for this king and they were waiting for someone rich with lots of jewels and lots of power and lots of authority that's what they were looking for they were waiting for this glorious king Mm -hmm. and I love how God was just like "Mm, I'm not going to do any of that Mm -hmm. I'm not going to meet your expectations I'm going to do something totally different and I'm going to send a small vulnerable humble baby Mm -hmm. in a dirty stable and just kind of threw away all expectations Mm -hmm. and just said no this is not what's important all of these flashy important powerful things are not important and you're looking in the wrong places Mm -hmm. and I just feel like I come back to that so many times that I'm like I'm looking in the wrong places my expectations God is not going to meet them he's going to far surpass them and he's going to do it in his God way which is always unexpected but always way better Mm-hmm. than we could ever have imagined mm-hmm. yeah I'm so there with you and I think for me if God rocked up with like the best car and the best castle and the best whatever most mm-hmm. of the world actually would be excluded they would feel like they were not good enough to turn up because they didn't have what they what what that picture would say you had to have it's a fact yeah. right that, that accounts for like 1% of the population. Mm-hmm. Whereas if God turns up in a stable with nothing, that welcomes every single person because every single person goes, actually, even if I don't have anything, I can still turn up with God. Um, Love, that. Love that. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah. actually I think the very, very first day of God's life on earth as a human being in the person of Jesus is an invitation that says, Bridget and Ashley and anybody else, actually, you are good enough. You are welcome because I've chosen to turn up as a, with, as a baby who literally would obviously have nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think it sends a message, doesn't it, about, you know, we can look for power. We can look for these things and that's okay to a certain extent. But as we've just said, we're always looking for more. Whereas actually, if we're accepted on the basis of nothing, if we're accepted on the basis of my life still being super messy, which I guess is seen in this picture of a stable, then actually I am good enough before I get any of those other things. Mm. You know? There's something... Sorry, you go. No, go for it. Go for it. There's something so counter-cultural about that, that um, you don't have to do or have any of these things to be good enough and to be accepted and to be loved because that's so against what our whole culture is about. Yeah. Um, it's literally the opposite and I think that that's incredible because life does not look like your highlight reel that's not real life yeah. life is messy and all over the place mm-hmm. and broken at times and all of these things and I love that we don't have to do any of these things or have any of these things to be accepted by God mm-hmm. and loved so fully by God. Yeah. We just need to accept him and love him into our hearts. And that's incredible. It is. And um, yeah, there's something, there's something unassuming about a baby in that 
everybody would be quite happy to hold a baby and love a baby most you know what I mean like you know there's something that's not um, intimidating about that yeah yeah. God just rocks up as a baby. He's not intimidating us. He's inviting us. And I think, you know, um, the first example of who visits Jesus first, apart from his parents, we know is the shepherds. And they were like the most, they were not popular in society. Like they were the guys that would be in the bar at the end of the road and it, they would clear the bar. Okay. Like, you'd be like, oh, the shepherds are in. We're going to head home now. You know, they weren't the popular crowd. They were really smelly. They were really dirty. They were pretty unruly you know, all those kind of things. And they are the first guests at Jesus's birth. Mm -hmm. If Jesus turned up in a castle, they wouldn't have got past the gate. Yeah, you're right. They wouldn't have got past the gate. And so as we think about this, this, this miracle of Christmas, we think about the fact that we are saved through the person of Jesus. It makes me realize that I'm invited to that stable. And so maybe as you guys are listening, you can picture what that stable might look like. And you maybe feel like my life is really messy. My life is maybe even more messy than those shepherds or, you know, I don't, ha- I don't have stuff together at all. And God's inviting you to sit with him in a stable and um, he isn't there intimidating you. He's there as a baby, um, wanting to be held, wanting to have this relationship with you. Um, and so for me, I guess it recreates maybe what Christmas is really about. Um, and yeah. And I guess we just close up today Um and I guess we were going to ask this question for both of us today, but maybe for you guys listening, like, have you ever felt empty? Have you ever felt like some of the stuff that we've been talking about, you know, you get the latest thing, but you're left feeling you wanting more. I think it's probably something we can all relate to. Um, but for you, Ashley, I don't know if you can think a little bit about times where that's been the case for you. Um, what, what has that been like? Have you ever felt that way? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I've definitely felt like that. And I feel like, I'm continually challenged by myself feeling like like that and have to check myself um, because it's so easy to feel like um, I haven't achieved enough or got enough things or enough expensive Mm -hmm. things, especially if I see like peers, people my age, and I see what they're doing and what they've got and the things that they've achieved. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm not there. Um, What does that mean for me? Does that mean that I'm not not good enough does that mean that I'm not as happy um or any of these things yeah I have to continually check myself on that but the times that I feel most filled is when I'm having lots of time with God lots of time with in prayer um and spending lots of quality time with my family Mm. and with my husband my parents my friends that is when I feel full it's it's not actually when I get new things Mm. um so yeah, I I feel like that's very significant for me. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. So maybe if you're like Ashley, there's hope for us all, isn't there? <laughs> um, and I think today's a reminder because we can get drawn up in it. I've been drawn up in it in the last week as I've got my Christmas shopping done and all this kind of stuff, you know? This passage reminds us that God wanted to reach us in the place that we are in right now, which might be really messy because he wanted us to know that we were loved, we were invited and wanted at that stable scene um because he loves us and he wants a relationship for us and that invitation is open to anybody um so we obviously hope that you guys all have an amazing christmas um and if you're finding christmas hard we're sorry about that but we also want to remind you that you're loved and valued and that god's gift to you this christmas has not changed thanks so much for joining us ashley it's been great to have you 
thank you so much for having me again. I Not hope at all. And I hope you enjoy your Christmas pajamas. Thank you. I hope you enjoy your Christmas morning with fun little kids. No, we will. We will. Hopefully I'll get some sleep and Josh won't wake up at like one in the morning and be like, Mommy, it's breakfast time. <laughs> <laughs> that was me as a child, waking up every hour. Is I know it was me too so I think I need to like just like myself up for it I'll be fine <laughs> lots of coffee yes <laughs> um we'll speak to you soon Ashley but thank you so much for joining us on our advent podcast and guys tune in next week for our last episode in this series which is all about promise and we're going to have the amazing Jill Taylor join us for some great conversations around that but until then we hope you have an amazing Christmas Merry Christmas and we'll speak to you guys soon bye for now bye